Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, where parenthood meets professional development. We'll be covering all things business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be interviewing inspiring guests who've been showing up as their full selves as parents and blurring the lines between their personal and professional lives. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com to join our movement to parents seeking to invest in themselves alongside their kids. The next interview series on the podcast features Devin Fiddler, a Cree parent from the Waterhen Lake First Nation in Saskatchewan. Devin is the chief changemaker of She Native Goods Incorporated, a brand of handbags and accessories dedicated to elevating Indigenous women and girls. She is a speaker, influencer, thought leader, and program developer in entrepreneurship, leadership, and skills development. Our conversation is split into three parts. In our third and final episode, we talk about learning to outsource and delegate, the kinds of professional and personal development that are working for her right now as a parent, and how, as a parent, she's creating an impact for her children, Indigenous women and girls. Let's get into it. What do you wish someone would have told you first before you became a parent that, you know, you get a lot of unsolicited advice sometimes as a parent, but rewind five years, 10 years. And what do you wish someone would have said to you that you had to kind of learn the hard way? That you can't do it all. Um, It's impossible for you to do everything yourself. If there's any way that you can find ways to delegate or hire out certain things, just spend the money to do it because <laughs> like um, and learn how to delegate so for example I've just hired a cleaning lady uh, not too long ago to come and clean our house do some deep cleaning every single two weeks and it helped a lot and so now I'm going to be doing this regularly don't be afraid to ask even for babysitting help or some friends and family to come over for a little bit you can't really do that right now because it's COVID or you can't do that too much but it's also like in terms terms of business like you need to delegate the tasks that you don't like to do or delegate the tasks that are taking up a lot of your time but not your zone of genius I would say (laughs) so any administrative task I try to delegate that now like sorting through emails and the bookkeeping tasks for a while I was trying to do everything myself and it just I was overwhelmed Um, I wish that somebody would tell me this from the beginning you need to set things up so that you can do more CEO stuff (laughs) and management and delegate all of the tasks that you're not very good at and I think that it would be the advice. I don't know if you've read Rocket Fuel. I'm trying to finish it now, but it's about yeah. how everyone's like an integrator or a visionary. And it's like, oh, finally permission to yeah. <laughs> let go of the stuff that I'm not great at or don't love doing. Mm-hmm. What kind of professional development do you personally love? I know your time is limited right now, but are you trying to invest in yourself through books or podcasts or online courses? Well, I do a lot of online courses, but what I'm finding is I actually don't have time to like go through and do them all. <laughs> and I kind of stopped the online courses for a little bit, but I do have access to the ones I've already purchased that I go back to occasionally. What I do right now is I do a lot of audiobooks and a lot of podcasts because those are the type of things that I know I can do on my own time. And when I'm taking care of the kids or doing household chores or, or whatever, so I can multitask while I'm doing them. And those are the type of things 
things that appeal to me most now because I don't have time to sit and do read a book right now. It all has to come from listening. So that's what I'm finding works for me right now because I'm so busy with my kids. I also listen to a lot of subliminal music and meditation meditation music Mm -hmm. yeah it helps me to recenter myself and it also helps me with focusing on the tasks that I need to do I've also started to tap into emotional freedom tapping Mm -hmm. and I do that more to like neutralize myself when I'm starting to get overwhelmed something that I kind of learned over the past year or so and I've been learning that a little bit more but I mostly do mindless tapping instead of intentional because sometimes I just need to neutralize myself and to not think of anything. So I find meditation too challenging for me right now because I don't really have time for myself. (laughs) Hardly ever. (laughs) So I can't find a quiet place ever. Yeah, and I I totally relate to that as well. And EFT, (laughs) I've used that before too. I think it's great. So we're in the future. There's no pandemic. Hopefully everyone can hug again. What kind of world do you hope that your children will inherit? And what are you doing now to make that happen? And like, how is the work you're doing now will impact that legacy that you're hoping to create? So for my boys, there's a couple of things that I really want them to feel as they're growing up. So I want them to be able to tap into their culture I want to know I want them to know their roots and where they come from so I want to try to introduce them to more traditional protocols um, specific to our our different areas because I'm Cree and my partner is Dene and so kind of also knowing the difference between the two and we've been learning a little bit more about powwow and the different dances so just starting small and a little bit about language too even though I don't currently speak Cree fluently, but I feel like they need to know exactly where their roots come from and trying to introduce that. There's also mindfulness. And so they hear me listen to this meditation music a lot and saying mantras all the time. So (laughs) I feel like that's kind of like they're asking questions about it. So I'm trying to explain what it is. And I feel like introducing them to this early might help them in the future with mindfulness and learning how to to handle their emotions. Another big thing that I want them to learn is how to treat women with the utmost respect. And that's a big one for me because Indigenous women are so, we face the double standard and I've experienced so much violence in my life. Um, As a little girl, I've I've seen domestic violence uh, within my own family. And then I've experienced some emotional and domestic violence early on. Um, as a young teen and a young adult. So I think that I would like to teach my boys how to treat women and treat women with respect and really teaching them about that aspect, but trying to also come at it from like more of a positive light, which is really hard (laughs) to do too. Mm -hmm. Um, So speaking to them about issues is going to be challenging, but right now they're like two and four. And so they're not quite understanding yet, but I, I feel like it will come over 
over time and also just teaching them about entrepreneurial spirit and teaching them how to like how they can tap into something that they're passionate about and pursuing their passions so for me that's a big thing pursuing passions because I started this business with no experience whatsoever I wanted to do something in fashion and I was passionate about it and I was more passionate about elevating the lives of Indigenous women and girls and that's where it comes from but a lot of these things that were that I'm doing right now was introduced to me at late way later in life so I feel like by introducing some of these things that I'm currently doing right now and them watching me as they grow up I feel like that will help instill that in them I think that's all brilliant and I agree and it's it's like through their lived experience right you have to demonstrate how you want to be treated and Mm -hmm. how to be kind and compassionate and everything I do I feel like I want people to design a life that works for them and their family but I do come from a place of wanting to empower women because I've seen Mm -hmm. what the impact of that can be if people are able to advocate for their needs so um, I really thank you for taking the time to speak with me today thank you so much I I actually love this topic because I can just speak to it uh, from the heart without like having to think too much about it so thank you so much for inviting me I've always wanted to do something that addresses business and babies I just don't have time to like do it so this is perfect oh well I hope yeah I hope that I reach you know more entrepreneurs like you because most people who are like yourself can relate to the feeling of not really having the resources available and Mm -hmm. kind of trying to figure it out on your own and being the one that is bringing your children into business settings instead of it being a normal thing you're the only one so hopefully we can normalize it a bit yeah exactly (laughs) so um what's the best way for people to get in touch with you should i link to she native as a website you can connect me on either um devin fiddler official on facebook or instagram or she native on facebook and at she native goods on instagram also you can link to my website www.shenative.com I'm going to put a bunch of links in your show notes to all of your channels. Thank you so much, (laughs) Devin. Thanks again to Devin for taking the time to speak about all things parenthood, professional development, business, advocating for Indigenous women and girls, and living out her mission every day. Check out Devin and her work at SheNative.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. You can access more parent-friendly professional development, flexible and remote work with kids resources on my website at MixingBabiesAndBusiness.com. Thanks for listening.